third clock will be going to lose. Yeah. Well, it's at second 15-ish on mine. Oh, okay. where is that? I was like 27. <laughs> it's between 15 and 20. I mean, to be honest, yeah, it really doesn't matter. Which one is that? You can use that if you want. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're on video. We are on video. For a second. Anyway. Enjoy the live from YouTube. It's not live. We have to have a certain subscriber count to go live Enjoy. on YouTube. Join it on YouTube. I think yeah. it's 100 subscribers. I, is it 100 subscribers? Yeah. It might be 105. Because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> so, it only goes into fives on YouTube. No. Unless you're going to the first 10 and then it's, it stays at 10. I don't know where after 45, so I don't know if you guys can see it on the video. They can't see it on the video. But Let's after 45, at some point you get a gold plaque and we'll be hanging the gold plaque. It's assumed at 55 in there, but I yeah. think it's 1,005. What's going to happen is we're just going to have a paper that's gold and we're going to write <laughs> YouTube black. YouTube subscribers. <sighs> yeah, we'll need All that. Right. And this is a better introduction than our last episode. That's not too bad. We're, no. we're keeping it together it's so far. It's not too bad. You also last... still have um, a long hair. Shh. I just noticed it. Oh my gosh. And it's definitely, yeah, you have to cut it again. Oh no. So, okay. Okay. Anyway, uh, welcome back to uh, Good Cop Tattooed Cop. Um, this is episode three now of our podcast. The third installment. In fact, indeed, it is the third one of season one, not season two. That's true. Or even a pilot episode. Episode two didn't have any video, so this is... We're no. back to here. Yes, we're back Hope here. you guys enjoy the new set. We uh, we, we spent a lot of time into it. We went away from the rectangular table just so that way you can at least make eye contact with your yeah. guests and the host. And not be awkward so. about it. We're a little just, bit better. Yeah, you just looked angry the first podcast we did on video. That's true. Well, I had to look like this the whole time. I don't know. Yeah. It's all good. Well, yep. Do you want to talk about what we got going on? Yeah, what we got going on? We got my fiance on, Stephanie. Yes. Stephanie is here. Uh, she is, in fact. This is her first podcast recording. Yes. So, in fact, last time I had a podcast, the Wildly Successful Process podcast. Should we call it Wildly Successful? It kind of... Mildly Successful? A podcast. Some people listen to it at some point. Uh, people kept asking for her to be on it, and we and just never had her on she it. She just kept I, saying no. I don't and then that. I quit the podcast. <laughs> I was like, you know what? If she's not on it, we're done with the podcast. Yep. And so we quit it. That's probably what happened. Yeah, it is. But... But no, today we get to, or I don't know, yeah, today in this episode we get to chat with Stephanie about, I don't know, things? No, we know, talking about um, basically where she's come from, a little bit about her faith journey, and then also getting to talk about what her experience was like being single um, and being faithful in that. Um, if you paid attention to the first installment of this series, which is episode two, um, Andrew and I kind of introduced the topic of singleness by wrestling with what does it look culturally to be single versus what does it look at biblically to be single, and then we shared some of our stories. So the next two podcasts um, after this one will emphasize people's stories, but also emphasize, well, what does it look like to be single and to do that well? And it starts with um, Stephanie. So yeah, look forward to hearing from Stephanie and uh, getting to know a little bit more about her as we continue this podcast. That is true. So where should we start? What do we need to know? Hmm. Are you asking me? Or you I'm asking, asking you. I don't have the questions. I my, don't, okay. my phone is up there. You know That's what? where I have the questions. This is, this is showbiz. You know what would be good if you could labeled all the questions? be great. Mm. Okay. Very generic question. How did you come to faith? What was your faith journey like? Or coming to faith journey, I guess you could say. Um, I came to faith, or my faith journey was... Like, yeah, I'm sorry, that was a weird phrase. <laughs> it's a very millennial <laughs> yeah, yeah, just lean into it, I guess. I don't know. 
Um, so I was in foster care until um, I was eight years old. And while I was in foster care, I was placed into a foster family who was very involved in church. That foster family is my family now to this day. But um, they went to church and were super involved. And one of the things that they did every year was go up to youth camp. And so one year they brought me along with them. And I remember hearing this speaker. I was only four years old at the time. And I remember hearing the speaker talk about how God could be like your safe place and that he was always with you. And at the time she was talking to a bunch of high schoolers. She wasn't really talking to me, but I was sitting in the back listening. Um, And I was four and I was wrestling with um, the fact that my biological mother just went to jail and um, I was told that not too long before. Um, And... I was wrestling with where I was going to be next because even though I was in a safe space at that moment, <clears throat> my fam, my family, that wasn't security for me because that wasn't really my family. And there was this constant reminder through counselors and through um, social workers that I would be leaving them at some point to either be reunified with my family, which at that point, my biological family, which at that point didn't... Um, seem real because I had just been told my biological mother was just placed in jail and then the idea of moving to another family for more permanency so I really didn't know where my life was going and I was only four so at that time I was sitting in the chapel just listening and realizing that I wanted someone who would always be there in my life and so that's when I asked um that's when I um, ask the Lord into my heart. I guess there's so many <laughs> weird so ways many to say words. that. Yeah, I always <laughs> overthink it too. I say it so weird. Weird, and now that I'm sitting here saying it, I feel so strange. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> we, um, we know what you say mean. weird things all the time yeah. on this podcast, so it's okay. Oh this goodness. is the weird things podcast. This, this is, is like making me intimidated. But oh, no. No. <laughs> oh, it's just, nobody's even gonna listen to it. No, it's all this good. is just for us, I think. Oh, great. <laughs> that is crazy to me, though. We just talked about that the other day, but it was you were four. Yeah, it was four. Which is crazy to have memories that long ago, but even like vividly remember. The security that you found in the Lord and his presence being made known to you and you responding to it intentionally at four. That's that's incredible. Yeah. So after that, I think that's what became real to me and my desire to love and serve the Lord became stronger as the years progressed. I mean, there, of course, there's always times where you question and rethink what is this faith mine or is this faith my my family's or who I was raised by. Mm -hmm. Um, But it always came back to this idea of he's been constant in my life and the only constant that I've ever had and the only thing I've ever known as being constant on top of, on top of always just providing for me Mm -hmm. in the little things, yeah. um, but also in big things in my life. So, yeah. Yeah. And so how did that, because coming from the background that you come from, was it difficult to view, like, the church as a family? Like, were there any difficulties that came with that because of the background that you came from? 
So actually viewing the church as a family was not difficult for me because I had no family in my eyes. There was no one in my life that was biologically related to me that I considered family. So for me, there was no separation between church family and then the family that I've always known um, because family was basically whoever decided to be present in my life or even mm. in that season of life mm. not who was biologically related to me right yeah that's I'm sorry no yeah yeah that's huge I mean I I know all these things already so I can't I feel like say, I'm learning this, this is not yeah for me I'm learning most of these things like wow no way <laughs> Um, Could you imagine if you were shocked by these things? Yeah, I know. I, I didn't like, know anything. Have you guys ever talked? Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. I think... I don't know. I, I know you super well. <laughs> so I think, <laughs> I think that's really clear in your heart that, I mean, like, even in the way that we've been talking about and planning the wedding, like, this is our family. And so we want them there because this is family, not because it's, like, an addition or a separate thing. Um I really have a hard time with the wording church family because I think that gives separation. And honestly, I, I don't, I feel like family is who's present, who's active in your life, even if it's just for a season. So to just separate it and say church family, no, we are family. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So I guess pivoting a little bit more into this current going to say version of you but you've always been you but like you currently what is something the lord is is teaching you currently whether that's like through family through you know his word or just through prayer um right now i think the lord is teaching me to continually rely on him because Mm -hmm. i tend to um I think sometimes my first response, which I don't love it to be, but sometimes my first response is to stress or to worry about something instead of going to him first or just letting it go and allowing him to handle it. So I think right now in this season with all the things that have changed and with all the unknowns um, and working with different families um, in my workplace, just remembering that God is sovereign and that I don't really need to worry, even if things around me are not consistent or um, are not, like, they feel all over the place. <clears throat> yeah. And then, so, yeah, that's a, it's always interesting how God teaches us things because sometimes it's, like, it's through the Word, other times it's through your time in prayer but then also it's just like going through a really rough time or a time where you seem like I don't know what's going on the Lord meets us in those places and teaches us really interesting things in there um, but one of the things I've noticed with you is you're always doing some sort of ministry which is like you do a lot uh, which I, I think people notice I mean I notice that you do a lot um, what prompts that like why, why is it that you're so active in a lot of different ministries because it seems like from my perspective you rarely say no that's an overgeneralization, but it just seems that way that you're always involved in things. So what was the impetus behind you being involved in a lot of ministries? Oh, I feel like there's a lot of different reasons. Um, one of them is that I love the Lord, and so I love being in his house and serving alongside his people. Um, I don't know. I just, 
I feel at peace even when I'm doing like dirty work like messy work things mm. that get my hands work. dirty no Pre- not even just preschool but just cleaning out a closet oh, or something yeah. Yeah. at church I don't know I find peace in that and mm. it, when I feel stressed about something I tend to want to go and organize something at church I don't know um I think part of my involvement has to do with the examples in my life so my mom um has always been involved in church and active uh, like I said before she was like a camp counselor for youth and she was involved in the youth group and so that model for me um has always been there um and she made going to church fun hmm. even though I think that there are often times where it was probably hard for her because our household was ever changing between having two kids to four kids to five kids. It was always changing, but somehow she always made going to church like fun and exciting. And she was always really positive about it. So I think that that helped me want to serve and be involved as well. That model. Um, I don't know. I just think it's, I feel like God has just called me to do certain things, and so I do them regardless of, um, like, regardless of how hard that might seem in the moment. Because sometimes I feel like, like balancing a schedule of ministry and work and just life in general can be difficult. But I really enjoy and enjoy, it and I have peace when I'm at church and when I'm involved. Yeah, this ends up creating some late nights for us. Like we, <laughs> we, there's some weeks where it's like, oh my gosh, it's been 12, 1230 every night. And we talk about it. And it's like, I don't know what else we're going to do. Cause <laughs> this is, this is life. This is ministry. And this is what it is to do life together. And sometimes it is sacrificing things like sleep. Um, you know, extra usually, things like that. Yeah. Usually, <laughs> usually sacrificing things like sleep. But I think, I don't know. So in the singleness episode, which you haven't listened to yet and isn't even going to be out for a bit here. Um, yeah. Well, I guess by, by the time you guys listen to this, it'll, it'll you'll be like, what? It's been out, but it's not coming out until Tuesday. Um, anyways, <laughs> in that episode, we talked about um, a little bit about me and you in that I was saying that we were both content being single. Yeah. Like that was a thing that I, I said in the episode it was almost attractive to me about you. Like, you were content where God had you. And that, in my mind, showed me a lot about your character and your heart. Like, where the Lord has you is where you want to be. Um, and that's always been very clear to me. And then your involvement in ministry, like, there's things that we do. Like, we'll have dates, and I'll get a phone call from a youth. And you'll be like, take it. And I'll be on the phone for an hour in the middle of our date with a youth who's struggling with something um but that's just part of our life like that's normal um to be interrupted and to be on the move um yeah i, I don't know there, there's a bunch of things that i, I clearly like about you <laughs> <laughs> we're getting married i don't think that's kind of the understatement of the day um Anyway, I don't know if there's a question there. That's just say, some statements great that Great podcasting. <laughs> long conversation, uh, and then it just dies when you say something. Yeah. Uh, I, I think there are a lot of late nights, or a lot of times where we've had to change 
our plans. But yeah. I think that, that 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 in some ways that's helpful or healthy to me to remember that it life in the world it's not really about me. Um, right. And so it's a good reminder that it's okay if plans change because um, it's okay to be flexible and to serve others and to serve them well and to love them well. Um, and so if that means that my planner idea for the day changes or our planner idea for the day, even with our dates, change, I I'm not really bothered by that. Right. I find it an adventure, that's for <laughs> yeah. sure. It's definitely an adventure to um, change directions in your date and your day. But um, oftentimes it's because we love others um, that we do that. And yeah. so, I don't know, it's worth it. Yeah, I think... To clarify, because the average listener might be like, wow, they don't ever spend time together. They're just always <laughs> doing these other things. Uh, to clarify, that, so those flexibility moments uh, enable us, we're, we're allowed time and space to do ministry because we're able to be flexible. Um, and ministry, uh, Stephanie always says that like my job doesn't have an end time. It's just a circle. Like There's no start time. There's no end time. Uh, it just is. And we love my job. Um, but that's, that's the, that's the reality. So then there has to be times where we are intentional about, um, so Mondays we both have off. So we're intentional about Mondays using those together, still allowing interruptions. Um, the other day we went up to pick our friends up from LAX. So we spent the day in Big Bear. Yeah, that was really super fun. fun. We just went to a random pizza place that was not good. <laughs> it was fine. It was so like happened to you to random pizza places. I know. It was fine. It was okay. Was it cooked? Yeah. At least it was cooked. It was okay. cooked. Yeah. I've it was sometimes pizza. They don't cook pizza. Oh yeah, <laughs> Papa Murphy's. This yeah. podcast episode is brought to you by Papa Murphy's. That's like the third time I've done finger guns at the camera. Why? Watch it not even be recording. I'm just like. Psh, psh. Honestly, it doesn't even oh have to gosh. air. It probably won't. <laughs> no one's even gonna watch this. I mean, look, oh. we got 19 subscribers. We'll just add. We'll do a segmented YouTube channel where it's not like full of this stuff. Oh, okay. So <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just different stuff. What did we even introduce? What the segment's called? This is the journey. No. So here's what was going on. Is I definitely ended where I was like, yeah, we'll get to know Stephanie, and there was a long pause, and I was going to reach for the pause button so then we could talk about the next segment we were going to roll into, and you started on the next segment before I oh, hit the we, pause button. Oh, we in it. We in so it. So we're now in the next segment, which is aptly called The Journey, where we get to know people. We have been meandering through we this just, journey. Why do you got to use my word? I don't know. Anyway... That's what this segment has been thus far. <laughs> so in case you're wondering, wow, this is a long introduction. <laughs> this is not Do the introduction. No. This okay. is uh, a getting to know Stephanie segment. So, yep. Way to ruin that transition, Andrew. <laughs> I do a lot of things really well. Also, to be fair, I've never invited on your dates. I just want to make that clear. Never once been invited. Like, hey, we should invite him one time. No, we I could invite him on a date. Maybe. Maybe. No, I'm being um, sarcastic. Hey, we're having a conversation <laughs> Okay, here. sorry. It's um, in your private conversation that I'm not invited into. I'm pretty sure. I mean, we've invited him to some significant things. Like, I didn't we, we literally invited... invited okay. Technically, I didn't because I didn't get to save the day. You you got a save the day and you got the invitation was in the worship folder. Yeah. I didn't get it. Yes, you Why have it. You I just, the what are you talking about now? Like the one that was the, just recent? Yeah. I didn't get it. You're... 
We have one in the car. You can have okay. one. Okay. Well, I gave you like... an invitation to be one of my two best men, and you wouldn't put the mustache on, which everybody else did. <laughs> did everybody else actually do it? Yeah. I'll put it on later. Okay. Well, I don't I still that. have it. It's kind of weird at this point. <laughs> it's also weird just asking for a photo of a friend with a mustache on. You have to accept I asked for photos of nine other friends. Yeah. You're the tenth one who didn't do it. This is not like a guilt trip podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a really weird pivot. <laughs> I was super serious. Like we're and just so we're talking around. about Stephanie and then it just moved everywhere else. <laughs> this is not, we're not even recording. This is just about this. Yeah. Oh, we're supposed to hit, hit record at some point. Oh, oh shoot. Um, okay. What are the questions we have for Stephanie? I mean, we have they're kind of random questions, but we could go with the questions or just keep rambling. Oh, we could ramble. Yeah. Rambling is more comfortable, I think. Yeah, I was going to say. That's why I didn't really go back to any other yeah. questions. Violet, when did you start working in preschool? Because I Where like and when? Here. here. When did you start here? At Village. Yes. Um, Village Bible Church. I feel like I started attending Village and six months later I was asked okay. to do preschool. Yeah. Probably. That's so, accurate. like, how long have Justin's less been married? Oh, hmm. what? You asked me that on a podcast? <laughs> yeah, like, I was supposed to answer evidence. that? Uh, uh, they got married in 2014. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Seven years. June sixth was their anniversary. June seventh is when I proposed to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you can't see it on the video, it's on his hand. It's written. He doesn't have this memorized. <laughs> no, he no, does actually have it memorized. I'm the one who fumbles with. Yeah, the, the other day. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, "It's June fourteenth, and I was like, "Ah, <laughs> it's the seventh, no. though." No. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure they got married in 2014. Pretty positive about that one. Um, Which yeah. is the connection there that you've been working with preschool and since mm-hmm. they've been? I, I started coming to the church right before they got married. You invited so, to that wedding? No. Wow. Wow, look at that. I didn't know them. I was invited to the shower. Wasn't that because all the church was invited to the shower? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, don't be that's, mean. That's pretty true. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I wasn't trying to be mean. <laughs> no, 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 no. We can see those people. It's okay, this is being recorded, so we have evidence of Stephanie being mean now. Just I kidding. Trying to be She's mean. not being mean. I think I'm holding the mic too close. Um, it looks like it was clipping. Oh, no, we, no, we both that's clipped. from us saying things really loudly. Ha <laughs> Okay. <laughs> now they're going to think uh, we have a random sheep in our background. <laughs> there is a sheep here. You can see it on the video. You can't see it on the video because it's under the table. Um, so I asked you to take over preschool in 2014. Yeah. Why are Seven you holding ago. the mic? Because I didn't want to sit forward anymore. My, I don't know. You can just sit and then speak into it. I didn't want to do that. catches the audio. Nah. <laughs> okay, anyway, you asked her. Uh, 2014, I asked you. Yeah, and I told you no. You said no. Yeah. Um, how did I... What was my comeback? It's a good sales pitch, I'm pretty sure. Please. Probably. You actually weren't the one that convinced me to do it. <laughs> You heard it well, neither of us believe that. <laughs> I'm pretty charming. <laughs> anyway, so how did you start working in preschool, Stephanie? This is not Andrew's time. <laughs> so Andrew asked me, and I originally said no because I didn't really feel equipped to do that, especially mm-hmm. because of some past history. I, d- I just didn't really feel like that's where I wanted to be. I yeah. personally wanted to be. Um, so I told him no, and then I talked to Pastor Ron about it, and he told me that I should try it and for like 
three months. And if I didn't like it after three months, I could stop. That's his sales pitch. He does that a lot. Yeah. Because then no one wants to go to you and say, no, I don't want to do it anymore. Because then after three months, you're like, I I don't know how I could leave now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So then I went back to you and I told you, yes. Yeah. You said yes, as long as we get married in seven years. No, I said yes, but I, <laughs> I don't, don't want to do there. any public speaking. And you said you won't do any <laughs> Which, public speaking. Uh, every single time there's a one That's wanna, not that true, so don't, don't listen to that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> We're definitely not putting this uh, video anywhere because it's gone too long now. Was it too long? It will be now. Oh. So we're just going to do audio. Darn it. Well, I can use it for Instagram. The video? These little bits. Yeah, you keep it on your phone. I will. Okay. Let <laughs> <laughs> me figure this out. <laughs> good discussion. This uh, a so you, good discussion. Oh, you're going to ask a question now and be a part of this podcast? Or no? Because basically <laughs> I've been the one doing everything and you're just like, yeah, Stephanie, I really appreciate this. I found this attractive about you, but no stinking questions. It's always just like, yeah, let me have my time. <laughs> you had your chance to have the podcast about you and you were like, oh, singleness. So we're not doing this anymore. <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, very true. He's kind of got a point. Um, no. Okay. You're going to ask a question or are you going to I'm working on it. Are you kidding me? Yeah, give me a second. Um, Can you not say um? It's not. So you started doing preschool in 2014. Yes. Yeah. And you, I've done a phenomenal job. Uh, and now it's 2021. Oh my gosh. Is a question coming? And you have taken on a new ministry. How has that gone? What is your new ministry? serve in high school which is like a totally different realm totally different <laughs> yes. still a lot of crying babies just not as many diapers oh, okay. <laughs> no I feel more like I get to be an observer and I get to listen more which I actually like so um, that's kind of cool like I'm not stop it. as needed um, I get to just observe and be, and um, I get to listen and learn about all of the youth that we have now. So that's yeah. been really fun. Yeah, it's been great having you in high school, and and having you in high school as well. I'm not talking about this. When did you start in high school? Like you the proceeded... week before you. Okay, yeah. She started June sixth. <laughs> What, really? Yeah. Oh. Started on uh, Justin's last anniversary. And then on the next day, I proposed. Do you just, like, do major life events around Justin's last anniversary? Yeah. That yeah, that's how we plan things. That's yeah. not bad. Okay. Well, this was a good segment, and we're now going to transition smoothly by clicking the pause <laughs> button and then moving into the next one. So Smoothly. There we go. Hey, uh, welcome back. This is our next segment. We are uh, we're discussing the similar topic that we discussed in episode two of the podcast, and now we get to hear a new perspective on it. Uh, in Stephanie, uh, Stephanie uh, spent part of her life single. What a shock! I don't know if you know that. That is a fact about her. It is. Uh, Thank you for allowing us to share that. By the way. Yeah, I know that. It's a dark secret. Very personal. Uh, <laughs> we both spent time before we were dating a single. Oh, you sure and you again, want to share that on? this is going to go public. Oh shoot! <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a personal uh, note. And I had said in episode two, and I've already said on this that um, you were content in being single. 
How did you reach that point of contentment? Because you had said to me at one point that if God never brings you someone to marry, that you are okay, you're content with where he has you. Talk a little bit about that. Please. <laughs> Sorry. We're not demanding here at this podcast. Um, yeah, I did say that. I, I think that God brought me to a point in my life where I realized all I really needed was him hmm. and that I could be satisfied with just him um, because uh, he had brought illness and just a bunch of other things that made me rethink the way I thought about life and how I thought my life would go. Um, and so when I realized that I could just have peace in him is when I realized that I was content with where I was at. Um, and so I was perfectly happy to, um, to be single and to just pursue the Lord and pursue, uh, where he, where he was guiding me, I guess, um, where he was leading me and what he wanted for my life and to let everything else go. Um, but it, I don't think that was always easy for me. There were points in my life where I felt like that was really, really difficult um, to just uh, say, I, I'm here to serve you and lead me wherever. Because um, as I, I talked about before, um, I do tend to, sometimes my first response is to get worried or anxious about things. And so to just say, oh, yeah, there's no plan, <laughs> just lead me, can be a little bit stressful. But I was really happy and content, although I did say that I wanted to be a cool aunt. So if nothing else, I just wanted to be a cool aunt. <laughs> and you are that. We got Sailor running around sometimes on Sundays with us, and she's the cool aunt with Sailor. It was Sailor's birthday uh, yesterday. Sailor turned three. Yes. Um, and that Steph- is this many. Yeah. In case you didn't know. Stephanie got her uh, like a little water painting thing and teddy bears puzzle, which is... Uh, that one was really cool, by the way. It was really cool. Yeah. Sailor and I played with that for like an hour Sunday afternoon. Wow. Uh, did Sailor get to play with it or did you just... <laughs> no, it was like, my turn. Get out of the way. Uh, anyway, you... Yeah. You did hit those things. I remember when we, <laughs> I guess I'll share a little bit about this, but when, when I asked you out that night, we basically did two hours of contract talk. <laughs> it was super romantic. Hey, my job is late. I work long hours. There's sometimes where I'm not available or home. Uh, these are the expectations. These are boundaries. These are, <laughs> it was super cool. I remember you being like, this is awesome. Um, <laughs> I don't know. No one can see. You We're just, you just doxed my finger guns. Um, but I remember one of the things I said was like, I was happy being single. And you said, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was like, it wasn't like an, it wasn't even an argument. It just sounds like that when I said that, but it was like a, we were both at a place where we were content in that, in that spot in our lives where we were happy being single. Um, yeah, I liked being single because I felt like I could kind of go and do whatever I wanted. My schedule was mine, and it was nobody else's to decide what to do and where to be. And I didn't have to um, make sure like that what my what my plans were. I didn't have to make sure that they affected anyone else because for the most part, for the majority, it didn't affect anybody else. 
but then when you date someone that is their schedule and your schedule um, somehow need to work together. <laughs> yeah. So you have to think of the other. <laughs> and that was the weird thing when we started dating is that was hard at first. We started dating February 16th of 2020. So put that into your, the back of your mind. What happens a month later is COVID. And so we've had a lot of conversations about how COVID was actually really good for our dating relationship uh, because the world shut down. And so when, when we had these schedules that just weren't quite lining up and seeing each other was hard and infrequent, um, COVID shut everything down and the Lord just used that to free us up and help us to reset our schedules. And we've talked about that a lot. Like we, we were given a reset and a new opportunity and that's a lot of why, and it's not a lot of why, that aids why this worked. And is working uh, because we were given that grace to realign our schedules. And as as things reopened, we we plugged things back in. But we had the privilege of dating during COVID, which was super helpful. Uh, yeah, this podcast is not about dating, FYI. This is about singleness. <laughs> so y'all took a real hard turn there. <laughs> but no, you're doing a great job hosting, Andrew. This is now the second segment you've derailed. So. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to add about dating? Nathan's that's a little not, fussy. Not later. <laughs> he, I texted you what we were doing, and you're like, I guess we're going to throw that out the window. <laughs> so. Nathan needs a second to take a nap. So. <laughs> no, it's just, anyway. Tell him to quiet his body. Quiet no, your body. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> For those listening, it's not quiet your body. <laughs> <laughs> what is the correct phrase, Stephanie? What is it? It's not quiet your body, it's what? No, I'm sincerely curious. I don't know what the actual one is. He also needs to do it, so... Calm your body. Calm your body. Oh, it's the same thing. That is not the He's same He's just thing. getting out his wiggles. Yeah. Um, so as... Because we're going to have to go way back now, because y'all went to, like, we dated during COVID. No, I got, I got a transition. I was just mentioning oh, things. so you were mentioning it for, like, 20 minutes when you were talking about it. It's good Andrew, content. This is good content. Let's talk about this. This is killer stuff, man. <laughs> we got, dude, 19. <laughs> you're going under the table. No, I was just in this like huge pivot where you're like, see ya. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I gotta go pivot. I okay, gotta go pivot. Go ahead. Let's see. Are we gonna go back on topic to singleness yeah. or are we gonna go yeah. to something else? So when we started dating. <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> you know what? For the next. After we finish this like round of six podcasts we're recording one day, you're planning the rest of them and I'm just going to derail No, stop. Because I had a plan that we were going to walk through singleness and then the final one, which would be the sixth episode or fifth one, I can't do math, would be the dating one. And you it just came up organically. In every episode. Even it if came you listen, up organically. No, even if you listen to the very first one we did together on the dating topic or singleness topic, so you already have me thinking the wrong way. <laughs> we're already like talking about like, oh yeah, we'll talk about this in a future podcast, us dating. And it's like, well, that's... That's weird, because you're dating Stephanie, not me. <laughs> <laughs> you keep trying to work that in there, I'm not yeah. going to date you, you got to okay. stop. So the topic, in case you have been confused by Andrew's posting uh, abilities, or lack thereof, <laughs> it's about singleness, so Andrew will now, in a smooth way, pivot from his uh, errors to the correct topic. So Andrew, take it away. <laughs> I no, you rebuke that. <laughs> no, okay. I rebuke it! 
Uh, what you did, whoever's hearing it, their poor ears. They need to know that I'm rebuking you. That's okay. Why is your owl like perching on the laptop when you did that? You can't say my owl. Okay. There's no video. Uh, well, it's a visual for them. Um, no. Okay. What pivot? What would your advice be to singles in the church mm. on how to be a faithful single in the church? Uh, I think to make your relationship with God stronger. And I know that sounds really like cliche and what everyone tells you to do. But honestly, when you're content in your, when you're content with who you are and you focus on your relationship with the Lord, then you really, honestly, you don't need anyone else. Having someone else is such a blessing and such a beautiful thing. But to remember and recognize that your relationship with the Lord is more important. And it's even important when you start dating. Um, It's important both aspects of your life um, because I don't think that you will be able to serve another well without that Mm. relationship. Um, And so I would tell someone who was single in the church to put their focus on the Lord and where the Lord is leading them because honestly that's most important and then those um, those other things can be added or maybe not some people that's what they're called to do is to be single and so to be yeah. find contentment in that and to find joy in that and to find the blessings that come along with that um, I think is a really beautiful thing and what, what would you say you spent the majority of your time doing when you were single? Because you've given up that now. <laughs> uh, serving the church, um, ministry, and work, mm-hmm. and friendships outside of, um, outside of church, but also friendships within our church. So, and how, yeah. did you balance, or how did you balance, because again, you've given it up now, um, <laughs> that sounds weird to say. <laughs> anyway, uh, how do you balance, how did you balance, same error made twice, um, your work and focusing on that, but also focusing on church and also not keeping it about you? Because you mentioned mm-hmm. that your singleness isn't about you. So how did you make it a daily reminder that, yes, I'm single, yes, I have this freedom to do these things, but it's not about me and what I want to do? Um... So in my workplace and in church, I feel like a lot of it blends together. My workplace, most of the people in my workplace know that I'm a believer. And so I feel like I've had so many opportunities to talk about the Lord or to just be an example more than anything. Um, They know that I'm involved in church and people will come and ask me questions or um, I can't... I'm always telling Andrea, I get a pen from church that says Village Bible Church, and then it, and then I'm constantly giving them to families because they ask where I go to church and what I do. So mm. I feel like in some ways things blended together for me, um, and I think I just put my focus on my relationships in my workplace, but also my relationships in church. So I focus more on my relationship and being encouraging and being loving and being kind um, wherever and however I could. Well, you pretty much hit the nail on the head. So we talked about last episode. So (laughs) you're consistent. (laughs) 
We have agreement. Otherwise, we just cut that out. No one yes. knows. So it was good. Like, what do you think? I think that you should be serving the church. It's just like a robot voiceover. Thank you. Basically, Nathan does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it sounds exactly like me. So. But yeah, so what, what role, because you talked about church community, you talked about your work community. Do you think you would have been as content as you were in your singleness? Granted, we're not perfect, so at times we're not content. But do you think you would have been as content if you didn't have a good community uh, at church, or would that be at church or at, at your workplace? Yes, because my contentment didn't come from the relationships I had around me. My contentment came um, in a season of my life where I felt very alone and very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where my contentment came from. So it didn't come, I, I mean, through that, I think God showed me a lot of his sovereignty and his ability to say, I see you and I hear you and I love you. And so I've mm-hmm. given you all of these people and surrounded you with people. Um, But I felt like I came to contentment prior to that. Um, Mm. I was diagnosed with lupus, and for a long, long time, it was debilitating to the point where I couldn't walk. I couldn't even get out of bed. And I was like, God, I don't understand. I don't know how I can live my life like this because there is so much pain. Mm. Um... And I felt really alone at that time because I think when you're sick, people at first are right on top of it and trying to learn things about it. And then eventually you sort of fade into the background and you get forgotten and your relationships and your friendships fade. And partially because of the pain that um, people are often in, but also partially because you can't pursue those relationships. So eventually your circle gets really small. And my circle was became just my family so I I learned contentment and I learned how God could use me even in those times which then in through that process and through a process of getting a lot healthier I was able to then develop relationships so Mm -hmm. my contentment did not come from my relationships around me but now I see my relationships and my friendships as much more of a blessing because there was a season of time where I really didn't have many. Yeah. That's really interesting because a lot, I mean, we just talked about in the last podcast about how community playing a role in contentment with singleness. So it's interesting that the Lord brought you to a place of contentment prior to community where where community then became a blessing versus like the source of your contentment. Mm. So it's really interesting because sometimes we gravitate toward that tangible example of God's presence and that aid with contentment but it was really unique to hear that you received that contentment prior to the tangible expression of it if you will anyway I thought that was really really interesting that that's where that came from for you yeah I don't know if I have anything else oh what a shock Andrew now doing a good job posting again wow (laughs) this is you know the this is why you're the Jim Rome calls his followers the clones, and I think the clones would be on my side. What? You're being you're being a bully. <laughs> I didn't even get that reference at all. Jim Rome, Rome is burning. Oh my gosh, that's I just realized this is a reference he wouldn't get. Patrick, do you know who Jim Rome is? Who's Jim Rome? Oh, also Patrick is in the room. Patrick it's and Lynette context. are in the room. We're recording a ton of episodes today. Yeah, I'm also here. <laughs> Who's Jim Rome? Uh, Jim Rome is a sportscaster. Thank you. 
commentary. For what yeah. team? This TV show. <laughs> Wildcats, get your head in the game. It's not <laughs> a high school musical. Rome is burning. That's yeah. Zach Efron. Weirdo. No, he was like on the radio, ESPN radio. He's been on ESPN. You think I listen to ESPN He was famous radio? for calling, um, who was that? Like, he was calling a football player Chris Everett, which was a female tennis so, player. Yeah. And he's like, bet you won't call me that again. He's like, I bet I will, Chris. And the guy like tackled him. <laughs> and the whole interview was off. And I'll show oh, you the clip later. I guess that's a similar thing you and him have in common. You both derail interviews. Hmm. Interesting. Would you like to close this out, Andrew? Or I would, would like, like to, to close this out. Again? I would like to close this out. Okay. I put four stevias in my coffee, and I'm pretty sure I should have put two. It is... Didn't you taste it before? It is strong. Also, this is now the fourth time you've derailed it. You can't even conclude well, a podcast, hey, right? It's a little of this, a little of that. It's kind of like a potpourri podcast. You have... What? We had a plan. The first episode we did with Lorraine had a plan. The second one, you derailed. And then the third one, it just went off the rails <laughs> completely. You are being so sassy right now. <laughs> Someone's got to put him on his tummy. I have to be the tattoo cop. That's how it works. Someone go put him on his tummy out of blanket. He's getting so fussy. I think that's what you do. Anyway, um, this has been well, our Stephanie episode. Would know. She's good with kids. Just oh, completely derailed it. No, we're going back to the guest we had today that Andrew just was being weird with. Anyway. <laughs> Um, Keep going, finish it. This has been our episode with Stephanie discussing singleness and her journey a little bit. Uh, we will be back next week with and our next guest. As well. Um, well, actually, maybe no less promises. Focus. I don't really no know. Promises. We'll see in a second. Uh, be back next week with our next guest, who is already in this room, but you don't know that. We'll see you next week. Slow grooving sounds that get the crowd moving. So for your amusement, we come to play a little Kenny G, a little Miles D, a little Sade. I-